Hey, everybody, this is a preview of today's members episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button, and become a member today. Merkel Media. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long, bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave, and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. But the giant moves. He's got a spear in one hand, and he's running really fast, and spears... Dan holds him up like this. Somebody else, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blowed his head off. I feel something pulling at my leg. And I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. Reach my hand into this bush and I touch air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. Welcome to the show, everybody. You're listening to The Confessionals. I'm your host, Tony Merkel. Thanks for being here. If you have a crazy, wild experience you want to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. That's theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com. Hit the contact section. You can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me. Just get a hold of me. Welcome to another members episode, everybody. I just want to let you know we have a killer, killer episode coming up for you today. We got Chris coming on the show today. And Chris has paranormal experiences, but I'll tell you what, friends, I'm actually going to go out to the property that Chris is talking about in this episode because he's had some very bizarre things happen on this property. And one of them is very much the same thing me and my team experienced up in Kentucky. So if you watch Expedition Dogman, you know that we experienced, or I didn't experience personally, but two of my team members experienced a tree, a very large tree waving back and forth violently, but they couldn't see what was causing. It was just this invisible force shaking this tree violently back and forth. Well, Chris experienced the same exact thing just south of us in Tennessee only a week or two after we experienced it in Kentucky. Very bizarre timeline. I'm definitely going to get out to this property because it's like calling me. It's like I was in Kentucky and it happened and now it's happening in Tennessee and I live in Tennessee. It's like I'm meant to investigate this. So I'm going to be visiting Chris at this property at some point this year and he's going to take me to the exact spot that he saw this stuff. I'm really excited about it, but you're going to love this conversation. So let's get to Chris right now. All right, today we got Chris on the show. Chris, how you doing, man? Uh, pretty good. How about yourself? Doing good, man. Doing good. So, uh, Chris, you're down there in Tennessee, the beautiful, lovely land of Tennessee, and uh, I'll be joining you shortly, my friend. I'll be joining you shortly. Uh, we're, 
we're glad to have you. I'm glad to be heading that direction, my friend. I really am. It, it's uh, it was a hard decision. Actually, I think this is the first recording I'm doing where I'm actually talking about it like it's going to happen because it is. It's happening. So <laughs> uh, we're we're moving to Tennessee and. Um, uh, at the time of this recording on, uh, what, what's today? January 3rd. We're still in the Philly area, but by the time this uh, interview airs, we might already be in Tennessee. So <laughs> uh, I, I'm excited about it and uh, I'm looking forward to getting down there and, and getting um, ingrained into the culture of Tennessee. So uh, speaking of Tennessee, you've had some bizarre things happen to you in Tennessee, I hear. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah. So um, you emailed me about, uh, some crazy things like lights on family farm, uh, seeing an old woman crawling down a hallway. That's creepy. Uh, seeing your dad, uh, who has passed away from what it sounded like in the email. Um, and, uh, also you just told me about a Ouija board that kind of kicked things off as a kid and stuff with your sister. So we're just going to do a chronological order. That's per tradition of the show. Start us off with the beginning of how your life went sideways and just walk us through the progression. <laughs> All right. So uh, I was probably four years old and uh, we lived in a a big house with my stepmom and stepdad, which I was in between my dad and my mom. And so they had bought this house and was renovating and everything. Well, my stepsister had gotten some friends over and one night this is how she tells it one night they played with a Ouija board and uh, the lights started flickering and uh, she had a cup with markers on her uh, desk there and it moved and so they threw the board away and went running uh, crying to my stepdad which was her dad and he didn't believe in that stuff at all. So he shot it down immediately. He was like, no, this stuff doesn't happen. You just scared yourselves. It's all fine. Probably a couple of weeks after all that had happened, uh, I was over, back over staying with them for the week. And at night, my doorknob beside my bed, I had my own bedroom. My doorknob would sit there and just turn. And I mean, it wouldn't turn back and forth. It would just keep turning in one direction. So I'd jump up, I'd grab it, and I'd hold on to it. And I'd start hollering for my mom, and she'd come in there. And uh, I'd tell her, and she'd be like, well, it's fine. So she'd sleep with me. And she started, well, both of us started seeing uh, shadows run across the curtains during the daytime, like people were outside. And my stepdad would run out there and check, and nobody would be there especially at night when the street lights would shine down and hit the curtains, there would, you would always see somebody in the living room. Uh, if you was sitting on the couch, you'd catch it out of the corner of your eye and move across the front of the, of the both windows, the curtains, you'd see the black shadow go across. And I remember him, he'd jerk that door open. He'd be mad as could be. He'd jerk that door open, uh, kick the screen door open and wouldn't nobody be around. Well, it just kept picking up. Uh, my mom, something would start touching her hair at night when she was sleeping. And uh, that was, when that would happen would be the times that I would be like at my dad's house. But when I would come back, it was like it put its, put more towards me. 
because I'd be sleeping, my bed would start moving like somebody was sitting on it. And it it was an older style water bed where like it had the big floor planks up on it all the way around the bed set way down in there. And you'd just feel that bed move and stuff behind you would start moving on the headboard. And uh, I had these old metal army men, like a whole desk of them. And I used to play with them a little bit, but then I thought, you know, these could be collectible. So we put them up and I'd just sit there and look at them all the time. We'd play, play with all the plastic ones, cowboys and Indians and all that. And I woke up one morning and they were all gone. And you could see all the little imprints of dust on that desk where they were sitting from the base, but nobody knew where they went or anything. So, uh, that was pretty much that house. Um, so we moved into these apartment things. They called them the Irish apartment. It's like an apartment. Well, actually, before you go any further, uh, with that house, uh, did it ever stop or did you guys just leave? No, it never stopped. We just left. Um, my, my niece, she's, it's kind of weird, but my niece, she's two years younger than me. And she had a friend that lived there and it was crazy when they were there in that house. She said she would feel somebody touching her leg and stuff at night. Uh, the closet doors would open up. She said it just noises all the time. It never like settled down in there. I don't guess. And, and, uh, dad never, believed in this stuff did he leave believing in that stuff or did he still just think uh that that was my stepdad so i you know i don't know if my real dad ever believed in any of that um but he never shot it down so to say you know he never said no none of that happens um he would just be like okay buddy i believe you and uh we go do something else he'd take do something take my mind off of it but my stepdad, no, he still didn't believe into it. Believe it for shoot, I don't know. So about five years ago. Really? Yeah. So, <laughs> which, which I will get to that one too. That one's a pretty good one. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. But, uh, but no, we moved from that house to an apartment subdivision, I guess you'd say is what it was. It was like a, it was called the Irish apartments, just a bunch of apartments all around. And uh, that's where I happened to see the, the the old lady at. So I had one room um, and my sister and my stepsister had another room. Well, they kept complaining and crying about, they kept seeing a lady in a white dress come out of the closet and then turn and go down the hallway. Well, I never seen nothing when I was over there uh, for my weeks to be with my mom. And so they kept complaining about wanting my room. Well, my mom figured, well, since he's only over here a week at a time, you know, and they're there all the time, we'll just swap rooms with them. So we swapped rooms. And uh, I remember coming back. Nothing happened the first week. Uh, week off at my real dad's and then turn around and come back to my mom's that week. And 
that night the tornado sirens were going off. We were having real bad storms. And I remember it waking me up. So I jump up and uh, my door's open and I can hear my mom and my stepdad sitting in the in the living room watching the news. Well, I come out of my bedroom and I look down the hallway and there's this old lady standing there. And at first I'm confused, like, like who is this in the house? And then she gets down and starts crawling towards me. Well, Tony, I close my eyes, man, and I'm freaking out. Well, I open them, and she's on the wall, dude, coming at me. You got, you got me shaking. Uh, so she, she's coming at me, and, man, I, I remember screaming. Now I, I can still hear it. me just screaming for my mom. And uh, when I see my mom bound the end of the hallway, the the old lady turns and goes into their bedroom and my mom comes and grabs me and man i am flailing freaking out and uh i will not stay there nothing so she has to call my dad and i don't know it's probably 10 30 11 o'clock at night so she calls him he shows up and gets me i'm still freaking out i get in the truck with him don't want to be there at that place, nothing. So he takes me home, and on a truck ride home, he's asking me, you know, what happened. I don't want to talk about it. I mean, it it, it still shakes me now. But I, I was just crying and crying, and it took me two or three days to tell him. And he still, I mean, he told me, you don't have to go back there if you don't want to, you know. If it's something there that scared you that bad, then then you don't need to be there. Well, that night after I left, my mom and them finally went to bed after the sirens went off and all the bad weather cleared. And I guess it's pushing uh, 2.30 to 3.30 at night. She said around in there when she went to bed. And she remembers waking up to like a, a laser show almost in the bedroom, like red and green lasers shooting across the bedroom all over the place. And uh, she said something grabbed her foot that night and jerked her about three inches down the bed. And my stepdad, she had been pulled so uh, forcefully, my stepdad had actually woken up and... This was a preview of today's member episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to the confessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button and become a member today.